This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, August 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Fairgrounds activated as shelters. Plastic recycling bill returns to life. More farmers using cover crops. And Hemp Council urges FDA to just relax. Fairs sheltering fire evacuees. State emergency services have activated fairgrounds in Solana, Napa, Nevada, Monterey, Los Angeles, and Plumas counties to serve as evacuation centers for people and for livestock. Horses, goats, chickens, sheep, donkeys among the animals being sheltered. According to a CDFA statement, they will be cared for as long as necessary, and every effort will be made to reunite them with their owners. The UC Davis Veterinary Emergency Response Team of voluntary faculty and staff are helping with animal rescue and medical treatment. School of Veterinary Medicine Dean Michael Laramore has been reaching out to the public for donations to the team's work. Keep in mind, Governor Newsom said during a press conference yesterday the state is battling 23 major fires. These are known as complex fires because they involve several smaller fires combining into one. The state is fighting more than 300 active fires in total. On that note, in an op-ed yesterday for the Sacramento Bee, Senator Richard Pant of Sacramento urged the federal government to deliver emergency stimulus funding to rescue Cal Expo, one of the state's largest fairs. As an independent state agency, the fair does not qualify for federal relief loans. Pan points out that Cal Expo has played a critical role in state emergencies, from housing homeless people to providing COVID-19 testing and being a staging area for battling wildfires. Controversial plastics recycling bill returns for a vote. One of the more closely watched bills of 2019 was Assembly Bill 1080, which aims to reduce plastic packaging. Last-minute changes in the final hours of session left the bill at the wayside. Now the Senate has pulled it from the inactive file, and the bill will likely have a floor debate before the end of the session next week. The bill would mandate a 75% reduction in single-use plastics by 2030, through recycling, composting, and alternative sourcing. A new amendment exempts agricultural producers under the mandate, reflecting the work of ag lobbyists throughout the year. The bill also calls for outreach to farmers, trade groups, and other stakeholders to explore ways to reduce these plastics. Keep in mind, the Senate counterpart to the bill, SB 54, does remain inactive. Remember, A ballot initiative proposed for the November election has failed to gain the signatures needed to be put up for a vote. Cover Crop Survey finds benefits from planting green. More than 90% of fruit, vegetable, and nut producers said they use cover crops to improve soil structure and health, according to a survey conducted by the Conservation Technology Information Center. CTIC released its latest cover crop report Wednesday covering the 2019 crop year. Of about 1,200 producers across the country, about 19% of respondents were horticulture producers. Asked to check any of five answers to the question, what are your primary reasons for using cover crops, 94% cited improvement in soil structure or soil health. 
81% cited improving weed management. 71% said reducing soil erosion, and 64% said improving water infiltration. More than half of the horticulture crop producers attributed an increase in profitability to their cover crops, the report said. Of 184 farmers who answered the question, 34.8% or 64 reported a moderate increase in net profit, defined in the question as an increase of 5% or more, and 23.4% or 43 reported a minor increase of 2 to 4% in net profit. Hemp Council urges FDA to just relax. Existing studies support the safety of CBD for human consumption in appropriate amounts in foods and dietary supplements, the National Industrial Hemp Council told the Food and Drug Administration in a letter yesterday. The group provided its input on FDA's development of an enforcement discretion policy for CBD products in the marketplace. FDA maintains that it is illegal to see food and dietary supplements containing CBD. The group also said FDA should continue to allow the sale of cosmetics containing CBD and suggested FDA clarify laboratory and testing requirements, standardize national manufacturing and labeling requirements for product transparency, and define key terms such as broad spectrum and hemp extract. Taiwan offers expanding market for fruits and vegetables. The COVID-19 pandemic hit retail hard in Taiwan, but in-store sales have recovered and U.S. fruit and vegetable sales there continue to play an expanding role for consumers, according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. U.S. fruits and vegetables are growing in popularity in Costco, 7-Eleven, Carry 4, and other major retailers. Taiwan imported $660 million worth of fresh fruit in 2019, a 9% increase over 2018, and 37% of the total came from the U.S. Taiwan's tree nut imports are also growing. The country imported $185 million worth of tree nuts last year, 54% of which came from the U.S. Georgia Agriculture Commissioner Gary Black tells AgriPulse that a delegation of pecan farmers just returned from Taiwan where they attended a trade convention that resulted in new sales contacts. Georgia's pecan and blueberry farmers plead for protection from Mexico. Protect Georgia's pecan and blueberry farmers. That will be one of the requests made by Georgia Agriculture Commissioner Gary Black today. He's testifying at a U.S. Trade Representative hearing about the reining in the expansion of Mexican specialty crop exports. Mexican farmers continue to increase the size of their pecan and blueberry production as the country sells more of the nuts and fruit to buyers in the U.S. That's doing real damage to U.S. producers who can't compete on a price basis, says Black. He bristles at the notion that there's substandard product that's coming in at bargain basement prices in competition with a premium Georgia product. Here's today's He Said It. Evacuations of all creatures, great and small, active in the face of devastation of LNU lighting complex, fires in Napa as we prepare to assist. That UC Davis Dean Michael Lairmore at a tweet yesterday. 
Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, August 20th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.